Welcome back to the Hot to Best Daily Pick Show for Saturday, January 8th. we got a great Saturday of college basketball in store for this one. As far as Friday's picks go, Bucknell completely fell apart in the second half. You know, they had it very close at halftime against Navy. Um, ended up losing by like 20 points. Don't come anywhere near covering the plus 13. So a shame in that game. As far as we're recording this, though, the Butler game just tipped off. So hopefully they can, can rebound and at least go one and one. Um, but check Twitter. Best damn for the results for both of those games. Um, and without further ado, let's get into Saturday's part. I'm For the first game on Saturday's card, we got a whack game between Cal Baptist and Chicago State. Now, Chicago State's a, a team that I have avoided in the past, but they've actually had a decent season to start here. They're four and twelve on the season. Cal Baptist ten and three. Um, and while Cal or Chicago State has a couple of wins this season, they're still not a great basketball team. They're three hundred fiftieth in Kempom, three fifty sixth in the Hot Tibet rankings. Cal Baptist, on the other hand, has shown a little bit of life: two sixteen in Kempom, two twenty four in the Hot Tibet rankings. And honestly, Cal Baptist has been a very solid basketball team from what i've seen them they got a great win against northern colorado earlier in the season um they're only three losses none of them were really that bad a loss to texas a loss to arizona neither one of those games i would expect to win either um the uc riverside loss was you know their, their next best opponent um and even that game wasn't a horrible loss for what this cal baptist team is you know daniel lakeen has done a pretty good job scoring for cal baptist dropping 12.6 points per game reed noteg is also dropping 11.6 points per game and overall as a team cal baptist has shot the ball fairly well this season a 53.1 effective field percentage 34 percent from beyond the arc and when either of those numbers are, are, are you know amazing next level stats they're a heck of a lot better than what chicago state has done this season i mean chicago state they've improved but they're still not a good team you know they got a win over st thomas siu edwardsville tennessee state iupui not anyone of note as far as a win goes um and they've definitely struggled against better teams brandon betson leads the team in scoring dropping 13.8 points per game well, that's actually a lie um Aladubida, um or however the heck you say his name <laughs> actually leads the team in scoring at the moment with 15.7 points per game but he's only played three games so not a huge sample size there but um those two have done a decent job scoring points at least as of late but overall this chicago state team is just not a great shooting team only a 44.6 effective field goal percentage they're only hitting 30.3% from beyond the arc. And honestly, there's just not a whole lot to love about this team offensively. They're 352nd in adjusted offensive efficiency, according to Ken Palm. The defense is a notch better, but still, you know, bottom of the country at 337th in adjusted defensive efficiency. Um, and, and while that defense is a slight improvement, it's nothing special. Um, Cal Baptist, on the other hand, has been a pretty solid team, um, especially on the offensive side of the ball. 171st in adjusted offensive efficiency. The defense hasn't been horrible at 257. Um, adjusted defensive efficiency, according to Ken Palm. And really what I see in this game, I see a Cal Baptist team that is very underrated in the WAG. You know, they're not going to be up near the top of the WAG um, in anyone's rankings at the moment. But a win here against Chicago State, well, not a great win. Um, it's a game they got to get through and they got to win big if they want to try and do something and pull something off in the whack um, and you know maybe be competitive and try to make a run um, and the Chicago State team like I said a couple times already they've improved this season don't get me wrong they've had a much better season um, and you know the, the new coaching regime um, seems to be working but they're still not a good team and I still think they get blown out here at home so give me Cal Baptist minus nine against Chicago State
Next up on the card, we got a Summit League game between North Dakota State and Omaha. North Dakota State 9-5 on the season. Omaha is 3-12. And, and I know we just got done talking about Chicago State, but Omaha is not a good basketball team at all. I mean, if they were playing Chicago State, I would take Chicago State in a heartbeat in that game. This Omaha team is horrible. They're 339th in Ken Palm, 345 um, in the Katipet rankings. And, you know, they only have two Division I wins this entire season, Western Illinois and North Dakota. Um, granted, they did play Ball State and Drake fairly close, a four-point loss to Ball State and eight-point loss to Drake. Um, but outside of those games, they really haven't had a whole lot of <laughs> good games this season. Um, North Dakota State, on the other hand, has had some struggles against better competition, no doubt. You know, a lost UNLV, Arizona, and Creighton. Um, but they got a pretty good win over Indiana State earlier in the season. And Rocky Kershaw leads this North Dakota State team in scoring with 14 points per game. He's been pretty good. Grant Nelson is also dropping 13.1 points per game. And overall, North Dakota State has not been a terrible team shooting the basketball. 49.4 effective field goal percentage isn't amazing, but they're 33.7% from beyond the arc, 71.4% from the free throw line. Um, but if we're just looking stat wise, Omaha hasn't shot the ball horribly, you know, from that aspect either. 47.8 effective field goal percentage, 35.1 from beyond the arc, and a 72 free throw percentage. The problem for this Omaha team is they don't shoot the ball enough. They don't really have one guy who can, you know, lead a team to victory um, night in and night out. You know, Flex and Limiton is the only guy with double-digit points. He's dropping 10.6. Nick Ferrani second with 9.7 points. And overall, as a whole, Omaha has struggled to shoot the basketball. They're only 250. 58th and just at offensive efficiency and it really is on the defensive side of the ball where they fall very short 351st in defensive efficiency according to ken palm and we look over at north dakota state they're better on both sides of the basketball they got a very strong offense 149th in adjusted offensive efficiency they're 216th in adjusted defensive efficiency um and i think that is the the, the stronger defense in this game is good what's help them you know get the victory here especially when it comes to rebounding the basketball on the defensive glass they're 73rd in the country in that category um rocky Hersher also leads the team in rebounds with 7.9 rebounds per game and um when i look back at north dakota state you know last two games that the the south dakota state loss especially i mean i was on south dakota state um in that game and we do end up covering but what i saw from north dakota state in that second half the way they were able to battle back and never give up and kept playing really made me see a team that i absolutely love um and let's be honest they're playing the worst team in the summit league here there's not a whole lot of anything that i that i like what's going on for omaha um if omaha has any shot of winning this game they're gonna have to try and play fast basketball um you know they, they are a fast team 70.3 adjusted tempo according to ken palm the 90 second fastest team in the country um but they're just straight up not a good basketball team they haven't shot the ball super well and, and more importantly their defense is just not there north dakota state is going to be able to score with ease in this game even on the road give me north dakota state minus nine and a half in this game Next up on the card, we got Colorado State taking on San Diego State. Now, obviously, Colorado State comes into this game undefeated, 11-0 on the season. San Diego State is 9-3, and and I get it. A lot of people will call Colorado State a trap in this game. You know, an undefeated team getting three points on the road in a conference game. Um, I already see it. The public's going to be all over Colorado State. But in my opinion, Colorado State isn't the better basketball team in this matchup. You know, they're 39th in Kempom, 53rd in the hot tip at ranking. San Diego State 
pretty much right there with them 41st in Ken Palm, 32nd in the hot to bet rankings but colorado state has some good wins you know it's not like their their undefeated record is because they've played nobody a win over creighton win over st mary's a win over mississippi state um are all great wins san diego state also has a win over st mary's but um a couple of other losses to go with that a loss to byu a loss to usc um and a loss to michigan um but really what colorado state has done is just shot the ball unworldly amazing david roby leads the team with 19.7 points per game isaiah stevens is also dropping 14.2 points per game but but frankly this is the best shooting team in the country and and they've really proven it through the first 11 games a 59.5 effective field goal percentage second in the country in that category um 42.4 three-point percentage second in the country in that category and an 80.8 free throw percentage third in the country in that category don't tell me this team isn't the best shooting team in the country. Um, I mean, I guess someone could be one in every category, but I don't think that's what it is at the moment. Um, Colorado State has just played amazing basketball. That's not to say that San Diego State can't shoot the basketball. They got a couple of scores. Matt Bradley is dropping 14.9 points per game. Trey Pullman is also dropping 10.9 points per game. But overall, they've had some struggles. And as far as Pullman goes, um, you know, he missed the last game. He should be returning to the lineup for this one. Um, but as a team, San Diego State has had some struggles shooting the basketball 46.7 effective field goal percentage 32.3 percent from beyond the arc and offensively san diego state is just not a very good basketball team 283rd in adjusted offensive efficiency but no one's betting on san diego state in this game because of that offense it would be the defense you know their 10th in adjusted defensive efficiency and it's going to take a hell of a lot from that defense to slow down uh colorado state here in this one um but there's a chance they can do it. You know, they've only allowed a 42.8 effective field goal percentage on the season, 10th in the country um, for the San Diego State defense. Um, but that's not to say that the Colorado State defense is bad either. While they are 17th in adjusted offensive efficiency and they've played very good on the offensive side of the ball, they're also 101st in adjusted defensive efficiency. Um, and one big reason for that has been the rebounding game for Colorado State. They're 51st in the country when it comes to defensive rebounds. Um, and let's be honest, it's hard not to take the points with colorado state in this game just the weak offense that san diego state has has shown throughout the season um is not great i think they're going to struggle with a colorado state defense that is pretty good and we got two top offense a top defense going up against each other on the other side of the ball i just think colorado state's the the side that's going to come out victorious in that matchup so um i love colorado state getting points here still don't understand why they're getting points but give me colorado state plus three at san diego state Next up, we got a big 12 matchup between Kansas and Texas Tech. Kansas is 12 and 1 on the season. Texas Tech 10 and 3. Kansas comes into this game fourth in Kim Palm, ninth in the hot Tibet rankings. Texas Tech is 20th in Kim Palm and the hot Tibet rankings. And while Texas Tech has not had a bad season by any means, they don't really have a whole lot of great victories. Their only real good win, solid win, was against Tennessee. They also have losses to Providence, Gonzaga, Iowa State, who, let's be honest, have all kind of shaped up to, to be pretty good teams. Um, but still, you know, you would have loved to have seen them at least, you know, be a little bit more competitive in those games. Um, and Kevin McCuller, you know, is a, a big part to this Texas Tech team. And, you know, we don't know as of right now whether or not he's going to be playing in this matchup or not. Um, game time decision, but I kind of just assume he's going to be playing. It feels like he's 
he's probably going to be back and i would expect if he doesn't play um for this line to, to shoot towards kansas even more but he's dropping 13.5 points per game davian warren is also dropping 11.3 points per game for texas tech here and overall texas tech is not a horrible shooting team by any means 53.8 effective field goal percentage they're also in 33.9 percent from beyond the arc but kansas has looked like a very solid basketball team one of the best kansas teams we've seen in a while you know they do have that loss to dayton over feast week but some a good win to open the season against michigan state um and as of late a decent win over nevada a good win over oklahoma state to start out big 12 play um and, and okudu Ali leads the team in scoring with 20.2 points per game he's been a monster christian braun also dropping 16.8 points per game they just got a lot of scores like they always do um at kansas and they've been a good shooting team overall 57.1 effective field goal percentage they're in 37.2 percent from beyond the arc and overall offensively they've just been next level they're fourth in adjusted offensive efficiency this season um they haven't been bad on the defensive side of things either 28th and adjusted defensive efficiency and i i really do think a lot of that is going to help them you know propel them in this game um as far as texas tech goes while they are very strong on defense fifth and adjusted defensive efficiency the offense definitely leaves something to be desired you know 68th and adjusted offensive efficiency um and obviously from colors back which it looks like he will be um it is a big help for this texas tech team you know he also leads them in rebounds with 6.1 rebounds per game and offensively they're a top eight rebounding team in the country they're pulling down 38.7 percent off the offensive glass but i think that's going to be hard against a much better team here in kansas we've seen texas tech struggle against better opponents thus far this season and um honestly it is that offense for texas tech that scares me they just really have been lackluster and, and haven't shown me a whole lot of fight at least enough fight that i've seen um and i think it's gonna be really hard for them to keep up with the pace that kansas likes to play kansas is a very fast team 71.7 effect uh, adjusted tempo 44th in the country in that category and if KU controls this game and controls the offensive side of things I see no reason why KU doesn't get a big win here on the road so give me Kansas minus five here against Texas Tech Next up, we got a Missouri Valley game between Northern Iowa and Missouri State. Northern Iowa, six and seven on the season. Missouri State is 11 and five. Um, and Northern Iowa has had some surprises this season. They've played some good games. They're 106th in Kempom, 124 in the hot tip rankings. And, you know, a win over St. Bonaventure was very, very good. Also have a win over Marshall. But they've definitely had some struggles against better teams this season. As far as Missouri State goes, they got a decent win over South Dakota State, um, a good win over Drake. And, and they've really been a super strong team at at home in this season and, and that's why i love them so much in this spot you know isaiah mosley for missouri state here has done a really good job scoring points he's dropping 17 points per game gage prim is also dropping 14.3 points per game and as a team they've just shot the ball about as well as you can a 55.1 effective field goal percentage they're hitting 37.5 from beyond the arc as well as 77.9 percent of their free throws 19th in the country in that category and that's not to say northern Iowa is a horrible shooting team by any means because they got a couple of great scores as well aj green has done a really good job scoring points for them 16.4 points for him noah carter is also dropping 12.5 points per game and and they've been a good shooting team just not quite as good as missouri state only a 53 effective field goal percentage um 35.5 percent from beyond the arc and they're hitting 73.2% of their free throws. Um, and I really think that going up against a pretty good offense in Missouri State, you know, Missouri State is 53rd in adjusted offensive efficiency. Um, according to Kim Palm, 99th in adjusted defensive efficiency. They edge out Northern Iowa here in both categories. Northern Iowa, 95th in adjusted offensive efficiency, 118th in adjusted defensive efficiency. Um, one area that, that Northern Iowa is going to have to do a better job if they want to try and, you know, contend in this game is the rebounding, especially 
especially on the offensive side of things they have not been very good at all only pulling down 20.8 percent off the offensive glass 340th in the country in that category um, and nate hesse with only 4.9 rebounds per game leads this team i mean your leading rebounder has to be pulling more than 4.9 rebounds per game it's just not enough and it's not going to be enough to hang with missouri state in this one and while the missouri state defense isn't great by any means they've been pretty solid and, and then on the defense side of the ball they've been a good rebounding team 82nd there so um, i really do think they're going to control what this northern iowa offense is able to do in this game i think it's going to be hard for northern iowa to really get a whole lot of great shot selection and it's going to be even harder for them to get second chance opportunities with how bad their offensive rebounding has been and with how good missouri state's defensive rebounding is so um give me missouri state here they're a very solid team i think they get a good missouri valley win at home like them minus six here in this game and we stay in the Missouri Valley for the final game of the day. Southern Illinois taking on Valparaiso. Southern Illinois comes into this game 8-5 on the year. Valparaiso is 8-7. Now, Southern Illinois is 133rd in Kim Palm, 158th in the Hot Tip Bet rankings. And they obviously have that huge win over Colorado during Feast Week to, to hang their hats on. Um, but do live losses to San Francisco, Creighton, Tulsa, which it was pretty much what you would expect from this Southern Illinois team. Valparaiso, on the other hand, actually is ranked a little bit lower, 212th in Kim Palm, 213 in the Hot Tip Bet rankings. But I think they've played much better than what the ranking says, what their record says. The last month that I've seen from this Valparaiso team, maybe outside of the Northern Iowa loss that we saw earlier in the week, has been pretty solid. They got a win over Tulane, who, I mean, Tulane's looking like a pretty good team. Um, Jacksonville, at least as far as American standards go. Um, Jacksonville State, um, a win there for Valparaiso as well. And Ben Crickley is leads this Valpo team in scoring. He's dropping 14.8 points per game. Um, Kobe King, uh, well, I'm sorry, Kobe King actually leads this team in scoring with 15 points per game. Um, but again, it's a situation just played less game. So um, waiting wise, you know, it, it's hard to tell what that is. But he is technically the leading scorer at the moment. And overall, Valparaiso has shot the ball pretty well this season. 52 effective field goal percentage, 34.2 from beyond the arc. Um, and he's, they're hitting 77.5% of their free throws. As far as Southern Illinois goes, shooting the basketball, they haven't been horrible. Marcus Dumbask leads the team in scoring with 15.2 points per game. Lance Jones is also dropping 14.7. But outside of those two, this team has really struggled to shoot the basketball well. Um, a 51.6 effective field goal percentage isn't horrible, but they're only hitting 32.8% of their threes. And it really is that free throw shooting um, that has hurt them a lot. Only a 69.3 free throw percentage. Um, and they're just not as solid of a team on the offensive side of the ball as you would like to see um, with a team like this. You know, 153rd in adjusted offensive efficiency, while they're 127th in adjusted defensive efficiency. Now, don't get me wrong, they still edge out Valparaiso in both categories. Valpo 205 in adjusted offensive efficiency, 211 in adjusted defensive efficiency. Um, but Valpo has done a pretty good job, you know, playing defense um, at least to the level that they can. You know, they've held teams to a 50.3 effective field goal percentage on the season. And, and outside of what we saw in that Northern Iowa game, like I said, um, I really liked what I saw out of Valparaiso in non-conference play. They're a very solid team. And I think a team in the Missouri Valley um, that's not going to, you know, be contending for anything, but can definitely make some noise and get some upsets and, and really <laughs> scare some teams. You know, they're going to be one of those teams that wrecks havoc and just makes everything chaos um in the conference 
But let's never say Southern Illinois is a bad team at all, especially on the defensive side of the ball. You know, they're 17th in the country in defensive rebounding. The rebounding on the offensive side of the ball isn't great, though, 240 there. Um, and they're a team that plays very slow basketball. So if they slow this thing down and, and force Valparaiso um, to, to, you know, take bad shots, that's one thing. But I think they're going to struggle to do that. I think Valparaiso at home um, coming out of that Northern Iowa loss is going to be on a mission. And I really like them here to win this game. So give me Valparaiso plus one here against Southern Illinois. That's it for Saturday's college basketball show. If you want to see more college basketball, NFL, NBA, NHL action, head over to hottipets.com. Take a look at all of the computer model action up there, as well as follow the Hot Tipets main account on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, at Hot Tipets to stay up to date with all the computer model stuff going on over there, as well as follow me at Hot Tipets Chris on Twitter and Instagram to stay up to date with all the content in case I add any college basketball picks today, which there's a chance. Um, definitely some other games I'm looking at, waiting to see how the lines move. Um, so we might end up adding them, so definitely make sure you're following me on twitter instagram they'll be up there as well as on the best damp app um make sure you're following there because you can get a notification the second that i put the pick in at whatever odds that way you don't miss out on any line movements and finally if you're watching here on youtube hit the like button subscribe to the channel hit the bell notification so you don't miss out on any future content and most importantly drop a comment down below let me know who you guys are betting on for saturday's college basketball card and thanks for watching today's show i will see you guys tomorrow